0: Hello, I'm Kenny Smith, and this is The Best Story I've Heard Today, a podcast for news junkies. We know you can't possibly see all of the great content being produced, so we're bringing you a story that you might have otherwise overlooked. Our guests each day tell us about the best story they've found today, and today we're pleased to welcome back to the show Justin Thurman of the USA Today Network, Tennessee. Justin, thanks for joining us once again. Thanks for having me, Kenny. Always a pleasure. Now I want you to tell us the story you found today and tell us why the rest of us should look into this story as well.
1: So the story I found today is actually from The Guardian. So it's from over in England. And the title is Children Struggle to Hold Pencils Due to Too Much Tech, Doctors Say. So the core of this story is there's a pediatrician or a few pediatricians in England that are saying kindergarten and young school age children are having a hard time learning to write because they're spending too much time with those darn cell phones and tablets now.
0: A hard time and physically.
1: Physically writing. Their hands do not have enough strength for them to use a pencil correctly.
0: Is this a kids these days kind of story?
1: <laughs> That's what it seems like to me. Um, it, you know, they, they, they've got a few quotes. They've had some parents who had to send their children to therapy to strengthen their index finger. Um, that they've got some uh, people saying, you know, that you know, there's been problems like this before and that, you know, some children just develop at different levels as far as handwriting goes. Um, but it's very much written with a blame on technology as causing uh, these children not to be able to write well because they've been, instead of being put in front of blocks and ropes and toys where you manipulate with your hands, they're being put in front of a tablet.
0: I never thought the Lincoln Logs and the Legos we played with in days of yore contributed to our dexterity towards handwriting.
1: I didn't either. You know, this this really kind of blew me away. Um, one of the most amusing things about this to me is this just this, this seems like that whole thing of, you know, these kids today don't do what we used to do, so there's this wrong thing with them. Um, you know... I I get the point here. I get that, you know, okay, kids, they don't write as well as they used to because they're not using those, they're not, you know, playing with crayons and all that, they're on a a tablet. And I stopped and thought to myself, I don't use a pencil very often. I actually, the other day, had to, like, go through a drawer and find paper and pencil because I needed to write a note. I use my tablet and my computer and my phone's notes function. I don't really need to write very much anymore.
0: Has your handwriting deteriorated?
1: My handwriting is, is, I don't know if it's deteriorated, but I went to a conference recently where I actually took a notebook to take notes on, and I noticed my hand gets very tired very quickly now.
0: That was my next question.
1: So there's that issue, but on the same hand, I could have had my tablet out taking notes on it. And when I look at, like, my son and kids younger than him, are they going to be writing that much? Is there going to be occasions where they don't have a device around them? Uh, you know, I looked in the, uh, you know, I, I made the mistake or, the, you know, in when, when the journalism side, we hate looking at the comments on stories, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there's always nothing good down there. And uh, someone points out that, yeah, these kids also, they can't retain phone numbers due to mobile phones programming them. I (laughs) thought to myself, well, neither can I. And the best part is someone replies, it was one of the things I had thought, and they say, say, and they're totally unable to chisel words into a stone tablet or even know which end of the pen to dip into an inkwell. (laughs) It's a consideration. Exactly. It's one of the things I thought about. It's like, you know... Yeah, I don't know how to do it ink well. I really, I thought that, you know, I, it, I get the point of the story here, and uh, and you know, after I sent this to you, Kenny, I looked around and this thing spread like wildfire. There's stories all over the place, kind of quoting this and you know, talking about, oh, it's
0: just horrible that these kids can't write,
1: and I just don't know that it's going to be something that they do a lot of.
0: I think there's two things to unpack straight away, and the first is I'm reading down into the story. And it's talking about, without research, we don't know this, that, or the other, which is really code for, hey, this is anecdotal right now. This is anecdotal. This is, this is a few stories brought together in a convenient sort of fashion. But then my second thought was, you know, if, if that child of today doesn't have the manual dexterity to write as well, perhaps, as his grandfather did after having walked uphill both ways to school, is his swiping strength better? Does he have more flexibility in the wrist? than we did as children. Is that a good thing?
1: That's a great point, Kitty. I love that. You know, anyway think about anything. It's that's just it's not just handwriting. Yeah, you know, there's all sorts of things that generations before took for granted that they knew how to do. There's things my father did that I'll never do in my life that was part of his growing up and was part of his society. And I just wonder, is handwriting one of those things? Um if you look back about five years ago, I don't know if you remember this, Kenny, there was a the big controversy about they're gonna quit teaching cursive in school. Sure enough. That was, you know, everyone, people went crazy about cursive. I started thinking, I don't know the last time I wrote in cursive other than signing my name.
0: Hey, I saw that story come up again recently and my answer was, hey, let them stop teaching it. I've got an instant secret code at my disposal.
1: Absolutely. And the other piece was, they taught me cursive. I did well in the classes where they graded it, but if I write in cursive, good chance I put it in front of you, Kenny. You can't read my cursive.
0: <laughs> well, it's because you've got that Tennessee cursive, and mine is from a different place entirely. <laughs> there we go. These are different things. So I think the, the jury's still out on this. There is not a lot of research on this. This is anecdata right. rather than anecdota. But to get back to that story for just a second, you're making the question and suggestion maybe young people of today the leaders of tomorrow captains of industry that they will become if we ever let them and there's any, any industry left at that time maybe they won't write as much as their for their forefathers had to their forebears before them that might be the case but that is also still you know left to be decided yeah are we gonna have to fall back and punt on this and, and we're gonna have everybody in handwriting therapy at, at 12 and 16 and then remedial classes and junior colleges and professional, you know, learning after a day's work when they're in their 20s and 30s?
1: Well, you never know. Who knows? There, are, you know, There's all sorts of skills and things that we wind up, you know, having to go back on and brush up on. You know, you think about there's math that I learned, you know, in high school that I never used. And then 15 years later, there became a, you know, a need for me to really, you know, use the Pyrag- Pythagorean theorem. And I went back and Learned it and you know put it to put to use. There's all sorts of things like that. You know, there's things from physics class that you know working in the media industry. I don't exactly put to use, but
0: but you clean I up when cool. it you clean up when it's time to play pool, so that at least you've got that going for you. Exactly. I'd like to look at this from the perspective of the permanence or semi permanence of the work. If we're doing more and more business digitally, as opposed to in some dusty old ledger that goes into the library or wherever these things go. Is that a concern? I can go back in time several hundred years and see deeds and whatnot if I'm in the right place, looking at the right information, and I know where to look for it, but is that going to be the case, you know, for our great-grandchildren, for the work that we're doing today that is all digital?
1: You know, there is an area of that, that, yeah, there isn't as, you know, things that aren't as permanent. um, You know, we, we don't have those things in the hand that we used to have but on the same hand, you know, that's with a lot of different things. You, know, you think about it used to be a big deal when you bought something to sign a contract or something like that. And now we're doing that through email. Things like this change. And, you know, even when we look at, you know, kind of differences in generation, you know, there's, there's issues out there with, you know, we have, like, my parents' generation that held on to so many things. And now when their kids are coming up, there's, you know, less uh, – less excitement about taking that family heirloom, which is, you know, that permanence. Um, Things like that, you know, does this kinda come in there? I'm not sure.
0: Tastes change, and I think there's an element of new and improved here, and the reason we don't keep the old and less good is because you've got a better option sometimes. Mm -hmm. I think, as amusing as the story is, and as bemusing as the story is, Justin, the most interesting, interesting thing to me, and I encourage everybody to check it out for this reason alone, if not the rest, is the very helpful graphics on proper pencil holding <laughs> technique. I learned when you sent me this story. I've been doing this wrong virtually my entire life.
1: So, Kitty, you're not using the dynamic tripod.
0: I no, I'm actually not. I'm, I'm using sort of a, a modification. And if you again, you see the story, you see the graphics. This will make sense. I'm using a, a modified version of the thumb wrap grasp and dynamic tripod.
1: Ah, so so you're kind of freewheeling it hybrid style. It
0: it it may very well be that you could not read my cursive writing.
1: So it's funny. I after I said this to you, I looked around and found some other like other stories talking about this. And I found one that was kind of more on my perspective of this, and it pointed out that almost no adults actually use the handwriting grip that they were taught in school that everyone has kind of hybridized it almost, and they've put their own little twist to it. Hmm. And so even, you know, while what we're teaching is probably the most efficient, everyone's going to be a little different.
0: I think we should talk to some teachers of young minds and get their perspective on this, because this impacts the work that they do, but the work that we ask them to do in terms of things we ask them to teach children today are radically changing as well. Kids these days and their parents before them. How are we ever going to get along, Justin?
1: Yeah, I know. I think one thing it did remind me of is my, uh, my son types. That's his primarily, primary way he does his schoolwork mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. And um, we were actually talking to a therapist that works with him about the fact that, you know, he's not using perfect typing skill. You know, he doesn't have the fingers aren't resting on the right place and all that, and she's like, well, you know, how fast is his typing and we told her no, he's really fast you know and i i don't remember how many words per minute she goes leave him alone <laughs> he goes, does your typing look perfect I'm like no mine's kind of bad she's like yeah you get used to it because you know the, the way you were taught was a starting point everyone kind of changes it and makes it where it fits their hands better and their the way their mind works and don't get too wired up about it
0: That sounds an awful lot like a lot of education, come to think of it. The title to the piece that Justin has been talking about is Children Struggle to Hold Pencils Due to Too Much Tech, Doctors Say. And you can find that on The Guardian. You can also find links to the story and to Justin Thurman below the audio player here. Please do check all of those out. Justin Thurman, USA Today Network, thanks for being with us again today.
1: Thanks for having me, Kenny. This is great.
0: This is The Best Story I've Heard Today, and that one is truly way up there. We hope you've enjoyed the show and that you'll share it with others. Thanks for listening. We look forward to sharing stories with you again very soon. I'm Kenny Smith. Hey, thanks again for listening to The Best Story I've Heard Today. And here's a bit more news for you. You can hear this show on our host site, podbean.com, but The Best Story I've Heard Today is also syndicated now on sites like Stitcher and Google Play. Just go to those sites and search The Best Story I've Heard Today. You can find us on podbean.com, on Stitcher, and on Google Play. The Best Story I've Heard Today.